0: Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering, to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome. Hey guys, and welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. As always, a conversion, a powerful conversion of two beautiful communities um, with um, with whom I'm proud to be a part of. Um, the first is the Breathe Life community, um, which is a mindful movement that comes together um, every so often and creates beautiful space um, that allows or gives access to personal growth in a loving, non judgmental environment. Our last Breathe Life event was last month. And we held space in this beautiful movie theater here um, in Miami called um, in an area called Merrick Parks, a landmark theater. And it was dope. It was a really powerful experience. There are a lot of new faces, which you love to see. Um, you love to see other people showing up and pouring in. And then, of course, Headcase is our online community. Um, Headcase is something that I'm still putting some of the final touches on. I hope to be able to speak into existence um, this week. I'm excited about it. Um, we're coming towards the final stretch. And as I see it manifest itself uh, more and more, I get more inspired every day. So Headcase and Breathe Life communities, members, um, tribes, if you guys are not a part of either one of those communities, that's, that's all good. Um, if you do feel inspired to do your due diligence and check it out, you guys are more than welcome into the spaces. Um, I think we struck a beautiful balance between really seeing each other where we are, but also inspiring um, the we and the who that we want to become within our community. So. Brief life. Um, I'm entire. I'm. I'm inspired to be on today's episode. I know it's been a while um, since the last time I poured in, um, but I'm excited to be here nonetheless, and really pour into today's topic of discussion um, you know as with always um, i use this space as, as an opportunity to communicate and put out into the universe whatever i feel is showing up in, in my life real time or in the lives of my clients and if there's something that i feel speaks right to the work that i'm doing that i think could resonate or i know could resonate powerfully with the community um, i want to use this time to do that so today we're going to talk about the importance of a story the importance of a story and why it matters and, and how you can use um you can use your own story to really um, find more fulfillment but also more inspiration um and in how you go about your life how you go about your career how you go about your relationships and if you're on a team um, how you could um, operate more powerfully there as well um, but before we begin um, my commitment to every episode is to um select a word so today the word is govern govern. Um, If you look up the verb, it says conduct the policy actions or affairs of state. Um, I think of it more so if you look at the second definition, requires that another to be input. All right. So it says require that to be in particular case, a Latin root word governs. Okay. So the govern is to let me see, I'm pulling this up real time. Exercise continuous server and authority over or especially to control or direct making. Um, So the reason why this word is powerful for me or what's showing up powerfully for me and all the different meanings behind it. um, Again, that's the beautiful thing about words. They all you know, although they have their technical or or Webster dictionary definition, um, what we find is if we're willing to take an honest look and explore words, words mean sometimes very powerfully um, different things. They show up differently on our lives or where we are, depending on where we are in our lives. So um, for me, what shows up govern. I was reading a piece of literature recently, and there was a phrase that came up and the phrase um, without boring you too much with the passage. But essentially, the final thought was, do you have the ability? to be able to govern oneself, right? And and the author was trying to draw a distinction between people who are allowed to access a certain level of um, connection with their life or fulfillment or purpose. Um, They have a very powerful ability to be able to um, practice the discipline required to govern self. Right. And I don't know that really landed powerfully for me just because of not only just where I'm at right now in the in transition period of certain elements of what I'm doing and how I'm show, showing up in the world more powerfully, taking ownership in certain areas, but really just trying to be more structured and disciplined and allowing myself the greatest opportunity to be able to show up to my fullest ability or my fullest, um, capabilities. Um, so having the question, um, being presented, um, you know, do you have the ability to govern yourself is something that really, really stands out to me. Um, so, um, Anyway, I figured I'd share that with you Um, and and, and I'm curious to see how it lands with you um, on the other side of my voice. Um, When you think about what you have right now in your life and what's showing up and what's what you're creating and what you're also kind of like journeying through, whether it be any kind of challenge within your relationship, career, profession, whatever. um, Is there an opportunity where you could take more ownership um, and govern, um, be more in control of how you're governing um, not only your response, but um, the outcome? Um, that you're working through whatever season that you're going through? Is there an opportunity to take more of a governed ownership of it? So anyway, it resonated with me. Um, All right. So the subject of stories. Oh, man, stories. So I guess so what is what inspired the space when we're talking about stories, is that um, the powerful thing about stories is that I was recently, and I don't know if you recall, but I, I was recently replaying the eight miles, a movie, Eight Mile, that starred Eminem. And in this movie of Eight Mile, um, there's a part at the end of the uh, of the movie where he's going against his local phenom rap artist, and they're gonna go back and forth. So obviously they're freestyling each other, but what makes a powerful freestyle is that you take in um, personal elements and you direct them um, at a very kind of like a, a adversarial way to whoever your component is and you hope to get this person flustered or out of sorts and it just makes the it makes the um, it makes the competition much easier because obviously the person is being triggered. Right. So if you're being triggered psychologically, you're not going to be able to access the realm of thought or thinking or, or words or phrases um, that may put you in on the front foot. So you're already going to be at a disadvantage. And anyway, so you get to the end of this movie and Eminem is up there against this um, his opponent. And what's powerful about that moment, if you've seen the movie, is that he goes about listing everything um, that would serve as um, tools or that. That would serve as um, something that his opponent could use very um, adversely to what he's trying to um, show up or how he's trying to present himself. Right. So he uses everything that. Um, the person going against him could use against them, he's using that to more in that moment celebrate, right? So if he, if he doesn't have any shoes or if he comes from poor means or if he can't read or if he, whatever it is, he's actually using that and harnessing that, taking it away, doing two things all at once, taking it away from the other person to be able to um, present it in a negative light or to use it as something that's demonstrative or that's going to take away from um, the way he's showing up in that moment or to make fun of him. Um, But then he's also kind of like taking ownership, personal ownership of his own story and allowing that story to help him more powerfully show up in the present moment. And I thought that was so the reason why that was so powerful is because if you see it real time, it's inspirational. Right. You can't help but to be inspired. But what made me think about that recently is um, I was navigating and having a conversation with um, a coach and we were talking about what are certain things that we wanted to kind of like forecast and speak into um, the the content that we were creating just from a development psychological standpoint, like how we could harness um, what the criteria was that she felt was important for the team to be able to see or, or to connect to as the season um, started to get a little bit closer. And the conversation came up where the subject came up where we were talking about how to you know approach this season from a different point of view where looking back at the story looking back at the journey up into this season regardless of how the other seasons or the previous seasons went being able to use that as an opportunity to not just not just find um, pride in what we've grown through or what we've come through but also to take personal ownership and embody um, kind of like the the wounds and the journey that have have we've uh, accumulated um, along the path, whereas I kind of felt like understandably years prior, I don't know if it's something that we kind of celebrated. It was almost as if we wanted to ignore it, right? So when you talk about like a story and a story being po- being a powerful way to be able to contract or to extract more meaning from where you are in your journey, um, not only does that resonate on a personal level, but it also resonates if you're a part of a team, right? If you're a part of a team, is there a story? We all have stories. But is there a story that you can land powerfully um, depending on where you are in your season or where the journey is. What about the season prior to the season that you're in now? What was your journey? What did you take away from that previous season that you can use to kind of create more of a us against the world bunker mentality, right? How can you use that meaning and spread it out amongst the people on your team to make sure that there's a connection and an identity of what that story is going to be? And and we're all taking ownership of that one story or or that story being a powerful anchor that can help propel us to where we want to be on season's end. And I think that oftentimes, like the stories that we have in our own personal lives, is that oftentimes we spend so much time evolving and so much time trying to create these lives and these realities that we desire, right? And our desires evolve and change. And what ends up happening often is a lot of times those stories, some of those dark areas, shadow regions, some of those things, some of those growth periods and some of those traumas or some of those hardships that we had gone through, we don't necessarily stand in in, in celebration or in honor of those stories, we almost feel as if it's best to not make mentioning of them at all. And what ends up happening is that it impacts not only the fulfillment, but the power of the presence that we have when we're stepping into any space or we're journeying journeying into or transitioning into any element or the next element or next phase of our lives. If we're always stepping into it from uh, taking a percentage off of our presence, which is, you know, a lot of our presence and how we show up, how a lot to do with, if, if not everything to do with what we've gone through in that, in that story. Um, but if we're not connected to that, what ends up happening is that we lose a powerful opportunity to extract and ground in more meaning and more purpose in what we're doing, right? And if you're a team, if you're trying to get a collection of individuals to all roll in a powerful direction, um, at some point, you're not always going to be motivated to get up and do the work. You're not always going to be inspired going out there um, in the heat in July and, and and running and practicing. And if it's only about wins and losses, right? I'm not saying wins and losses are important, but just as with life, it's just if life is only, if it circums and it simplifies, it breaks itself down to only the accomplishing or acquiring of more things, then what you'll still find is that even amongst, even amongst owning a lot of things and having more things, those things not only begin to take ownership of you because of the responsibility to maintain and upkeep them, but what ends up happening is that when you stand amongst all those things that you acquire, you still feel somewhat empty or you still feel as if there's an absence of meaning the same thing happens in competitive sports if you're if you're if you're only using or fixating on the opportunity uh, to 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 measure one season based off of wins losses and draws what ends up happening is ultimately throughout the course of the season you forget to really speak into um, more meaning into the journey or the path that you're on so the people who are sharing the road with you go in and out of feeling connected to the meaning Meaning or to the purpose of what it is that you want them to do and how you want them to show up. So if you want to gain the winning edge, what ultimately everything comes down to is try to find a powerful way to land a story in wherever you are along your life. So here are five of the questions that I asked the team. Um, the first question, what a story can we identify where we are right now in the season, right? Which story, which story speaks the loudest to you right now? When you look at us as a team, which story stands out, right? You want to make sure that you bring players along, you make them a part of the creation process because with creation comes ownership. So if we're making sure that we're using a story that's in your own voice, so to speak, then you're going to feel more connected to it, right? The second question that you want to ask is what can we, what can we extract from a winning edge from the story that we're, creating if it is a story from working from the bottom to the top if it is a story from everyone counting us out and 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 everyone thinking that we're going to be an easy uh easy defeat is it um reframing the legacy or starting a new legacy within the club whatever that story is what can we extract that can give us the winning edge from that story so that's number two number three what role will you play in this story Right. Are you going to be the storyteller or are you going to be the one that sustains and maintains the story throughout the the course of the season? Right. Some people naturally lean in more with their presence and their voice. So therefore, those tend to be the storytellers. Maybe your role is to continue to show up throughout the season and remind us all of the journey that we're on and why it's important um, that we connect and that we be reminded of this story. But if you're, but also if you're someone, if you're one of those players or one of those individuals within your corporate structure that doesn't necessarily lean in as much with your voice, um, but there's a certain grace to how you help um, reinforce or hold the line on some of those core beliefs and stories. Maybe your job is to maintain the story, right? Um, and then the last question I asked them, question number four was. Why is owning the story so important if it is important? Right? You can say, "Well, Fahim, I don't think it's important. I think it has no bearing on the desired outcome." And and that, again, that could be your right. Um, but where do you fall? So I guess where do you fall along the lines of whether or not you think it is important? And if it if you do feel like it is important, why is that? Why do you think it's important to take complete ownership of your story? Um, as I sit here today, um, what I've started to expand and allow myself to more powerfully lead in is understanding that everything that I went through that allowed. me to kind of embrace and embody this moment has a tremendous amount to do with what I've gone through in that story. And I don't know if I've always created a way to access um, the story to its full extent. I always kind of felt like there were certain regions and parts that I didn't want to share or I didn't want to take with me along the road or as I evolved and grew, I didn't want to look back on some of those other corners and areas. But what I'm understanding now is that not only do they have a lot to do with the journey that I'm on and why certain things and certain and certain opportunity speak to me as powerfully and as loudly as they do, but they also greatly impact the presence of how I embody that moment. So it's something that I try to be mindful of and and, and pay closer attention to. There you go. Cheers.